you're listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Brought to you in association with OvertimeIreland.com. Now, here's the OTI guys. Hello and welcome back to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. As always, myself, Colin Kelly, bringing you the show this week. This week, heading into week four and we'll, of course, be going through our week four preview. As always, starting the show, thanks for listening to the Overtime Ireland Football Podcast. If you're a long-time listener, thank you. If it's a first-time listener, please hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you're listening to this right now. And, of course, you can always give us a rating on iTunes as well. Helps uh, push us up those iTunes rankings, helps us get more listeners uh, and in turn more followers on Twitter as people listen of course following us on Twitter all you have to do is go to at Overtime Ireland on Twitter give us a follow there find out when all the shows come out have a little bit of interaction uh, with us during game time and so on and so forth uh, always a lot of fun interacting with the listeners today's show brought to you by OTI Fantasy 5 we've been running them since week 1 of the season of course it's in association with fanfeud.co.uk check them out they also do uh, soccer games and many other sports as well definitely check out fanfeud.co.uk but OTI Fantasy 5 you're able to find that on overtimeireland.com forward slash OTI Fantasy 5 lots of information there about how to play the game you uh, pick 5 players of course the Fantasy 5 would uh, sort of suggest that pick 5 players usually it's from any one single live game that's on Sky Sports over that weekend but this week there's three live games on Sky Sports and just to, to tweak the system a little bit see if people maybe prefer it this way we've had a few suggestions people wanting to have more interaction between different games so we're going you can pick any player from any of these three games the Chiefs v the Bengals the Rams v the Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys versus the New Orleans Saints so there's uh, three games six teams to choose from you need to pick five players out of those and whoever ends up with the biggest points total at the end of Sunday will end up winning the top prize and you can play for free you can play for a three pound entry fee and then all the money goes into the pot and the the winner at the end obviously the person with the highest points total and uh, we have a link up on our Twitter feed we'll be tweeting it out over the weekend as well if you sign up on that there get your username signed up and uh, get involved you'll be able to get three free fantasy football buy-ins to that as well so into the cash prize pool and see who comes out on top of that that's oti fantasy fives and that is overtimeireland.com forward slash oti fantasy fives get involved um, i've had no success so far in it but hopefully this week we'll have an uptick in success and uh, hopefully i'll get a win in it in week four best luck to all who get involved in that Want to know who's going to win every NFL game this weekend? It's time for the OTI Weekend Preview. So to kick off this week's preview, we're going to start off with the game that's happening here in London, England. I was about to say almost close to us, but I'm quite far away from it at this moment in time. It is going to be the Miami Dolphins and the Jets. The Jets came back down to earth last week with a loss to the Philadelphia Eagles but uh, the Dolphins have been brought down to earth over the last few weeks not very impressive and last uh, season I think it was I think it was last season this was the kind of fixture that kick-started their season they played the Oakland Raiders in Wembley got the win and uh, of course they were they you know had a bit more success they fell away a little bit at the end again but did kind of kick-start the season at that point there was talk of possibly Ryan Tannehill being benched at that stage of the season and although there's no talk from being benched at this point he's uh, not really living up to the expectations that had been set off him over the last uh, you know the kind of the summer months people looking into the season expecting a big jump forward and uh, we might still see it but early days yet in the season of course the Jets defense looking very formidable in the first two weeks of the season and then didn't look quite as good last week against the Philadelphia Eagles the Eagles kind of getting back on track there but in this game uh, last week obviously 
uh, Branton Marshall had a, a nice game overall, but he did have a fumble, kind of trying a sideways lateral pass, which, although the team was down at the time, might, it did cost them points in the end up and was the difference uh, in the result. But uh, we can't blame it all on him. But they also didn't have Chris Ivory. He did suit up, but he didn't play during the game. He is likely to play this week, so that'll help take a little bit of a, you know, uh, a more rounded offense. And of course, Eric Decker, a possibility to play again after sitting out last week as well. So it's going to be a fascinating game that. The Dolphins really on both sides of the ball, I mentioned it on the recap show, haven't really been get able to get a lot going. Rashid Matthews has been kind of the surprise for them at wide receiver, uh, kind of being their most productive wide receiver, of course, with Landry as well. Jordan Cameron's been a bit of a disappointment so far this season. When you look around the rest of the team, they haven't done anything to get Lamar Miller going. The offensive line has been very, very poor. A lot of pressure on Tannehill at all times during the game. So I think they're having a lot of struggles. And defensively, they just don't look to have the leadership at the moment. And Dominic Sue's come in. They've had a few other players injured around him. But just hasn't worked at this point so far. So I'm looking for them to step forward. I think Joe Philbin is definitely, it's early days, but he is on the hot seat in my opinion. Long way to go in the rest of the season. I remember this time last season was around the time we were talking about the, the new England Patriots demand. I uh, think we're going for them. They were 0 3, I believe, at that point. Um, and, you know, it was the on to Cincinnati from Bill Belichick. Uh, those questions being asked would Tom Brady be replaced by Jimmy Garoppolo? Of course, we all know how the season ended up with them winning the Super Bowl. So uh, maybe some of these teams will uh, have a, a big upturn in form, and that is very, very possible. It's early days yet, and we'll be going through some of the questions in a wee bit, a few questions in about teams early in the season and how I think they're going to go. But I think this is going to be a very tight game. I think it's going to be kind of both teams doing similar things things on offense you know some short passes neither team really going too too many deep passes this season so far Uh, if Eric Decker plays for the Jets will be a huge advantage to them I think uh, the Dolphins really need to get the run game going if they're going to have any sustained success and uh, of course the Jets will be trying to get that going with Chris Ivory again I think it might be a low enough scoring game you know it's going to be in London it's going to be an early kickoff this game's going to be showing uh, it'll be a nationally televised game in the States as well so it's going to be a fascinating one to watch and uh, it's really sitting on the fence at the moment I think at the start of the season I was definitely picking the uh, Miami Dolphins to go further than the New York Jets and just I think they're going to have that little bit more experience played there last year and bit more maybe used to what's going to happen on this journey over so I'm going to go for a win here for the Miami Dolphins a very very narrow win probably in around a field goal to be honest and uh, I think it, it'll be a good game to watch because both these teams uh, this could be a, a pivotal moment in their season next game up is uh, the Indianapolis Colts they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars and there's been a lot of talk you know you know is this the season for the Jaguars to finally take that step forward under Gus Bradley show some signs in some weeks and they're just from play to play it's hard to judge how they're going to go I just think uh, Bartle's just still too many mistakes in his game I think it's uh, going to be a tough week here obviously the, the Colts getting off the the, the bump last week uh, they looked like they were going to be 0-3 for a stage now they are 1-2 and two, and this year gives them a chance to get back to 500 they have a phenomenal end division record the big worry for them is Andrew Luck will Andrew Luck play seems to be that there's a le- legitimate chance um, he is, has a questionable status there's a legitimate chance that he mightn't play I think he will suit up unlikely that he's going to throw too much uh, before Sunday in practice he's going to sit out it looks like and then we'll see uh, how he performs on Sunday but hasn't um, had the, the greatest of starts and that is a big under, under exaggeration uh, as to how the start of his season has gone a lot of people expecting him to be pushing for MVP awards and so on but let me just uh, 
put out that point again about last year, the New England Patriots, how things were going, how people were talking about them, people starting to question Andrew Luck at the start of the season. Nobody was questioning what he could do. We all know that he turns the ball over from time to time, but uh, I think he's going to, if he plays, which I expect him to do, I think he takes care here of the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. I think they win pretty big. I guess then, if they're winning pretty big and Luck was questionable going into it, will they take him out uh, and rest him for a little bit? Again, if Andrew Luck doesn't play, game goes really up in the air and we'll see how it goes. And I think if that's the case, they'll lean on Frank Gore. And they probably will lean on Frank Gore, even if Luck plays. And uh, he had a nice game last week, so we'll see how he goes now at home. Buffalo Bills, big win in Miami last week. They go home this week and they are taking on the New York Giants who got the win on Thursday Night Football. They've had a little bit more time obviously now to prepare for this game and I do think that is hugely underestimated sometimes by casual fans watching the NFL, the time between games. The game is so physical. Look at the numbers of people who have got injured over the first couple of weeks in the season. Such a, such a physical game and I think that there is going to be a huge advantage for the New York Giants. They got the win after going 0-2. There was a lot of pressure on them. Got the win last week to, to give a little bit of confidence to the team. I think, obviously, the, the Bills' defense is a very tough defense to go against, but the Bills had a big win uh, to start the season, lost to the New England Patriots, then had a big win away on the road last week, and this just feels like a game where maybe they'll take their eye off the ball, a little bit of a, a letdown spot, and Tyrod Taylor's been playing very well. I've picked him up in a number of fantasy leagues, and maybe this is the week that he lets me down, but uh, I've seen nice play from him, Nice, they've been clicking kind of in, in most facets of the game LaShawn McCoy possibly missing this game through injury but I think uh, if you look at what Carlos Williams has done in the first few games this season he's had a, a great great start to his NFL career, I was watching him in the preseason. I own him in a couple of dynasty leagues uh, Chris Trapasso covering the, the Buffalo Bills up there, uh, we've had him on the show a number of times and uh, got a bit of private information off him that uh, to look out for Carlos Williams so I did so and it looks like it could be paying off, obviously big money being played paid to LaShawn McCoy but at the moment I think he fits the system better I think it'll be a game that they'll be trying to keep on the ground try to run the clock keep the score quite low of course the New York Giants they'll be trying to go through Odell Beck and they've had a lot of issues catching the ball a lot of drops I know Preston Parker has been caught I did put out the question on Twitter over the last few days about uh, how they cut James Jones and now obviously he's doing things with Aaron Rodgers that, and he knows that system makes it a bit of a different scenario but his hands seem very solid he seems very reliable as a possession receiver even and uh, Preston Parker now cut why was the decision made to keep him maybe just the, the age factor but hasn't worked out there Victor Cruz the opportunity for him uh, to play this week looks a possibility we'll see how he looks if he gets his uh, first snaps back in the NFL after the patella tendon injury I think overall Bills at home, I think you have to give them the advantage there. That kind of equals out for the Thursday night football rest for the New York Giants. I just have a sneaky feeling about this one, and I think the New York Giants on the short trip up to Buffalo might just sneak this one on the road. Two teams with not a lot of explosive plays this season so far, but uh, two teams who uh, I've been watching a lot of Panthers games to see how they've been going, and uh, I think they've uh, definitely the upper hand and farmed territory, although it hasn't been pretty watching at times. Cam Newton is doing his best and uh, his best has been enough to get them a couple of wins to start the season he's back running the ball a little bit more after last season we know he didn't start the season 100% healthy last season he had the uh, off-season operation then he had uh, a car accident and so on and so forth went through the season kind of a little bit beat up and this season he looks fresher healthier he's running the ball he's got a couple of rushing touchdowns he's hitting Greg Olsen who is really the only target at the moment in this past game they have been opening it up a little bit to Ted again but you know when you're relying on uh, those sort of players it makes it tough for the quarterback but seems to be getting a little bit more accurate in his play that has always been his issue uh, throughout his career but he's uh, a player that uh, seems to be able to take the team on his shoulders carry them along and 
on the other side of the ball you have Jameis Winston uh, some mistakes from time to time last week I thought he'd done enough for the team to get the win uh, the kicking situation was uh, atrocious for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a couple of missed field goals cost them dearly and I think overall uh, their defence has not been as good as uh, you know Lovie Smith would like they've they've been struggling so far this season the Panthers defence on the other side have looked quite good they did struggle a few times last week against the run but uh, Mark Ingram is a strong running back they might have Luke Keekley back this week which would be a huge lift for the team but when you look around um, you know Josh Norman he's shutting down all the elite wide receivers in the league that he comes up against at the minute and I think this week he'll be on Mike Evans a big big opportunity for him to once again prove that uh, he can be a shutdown corner in the NFL he's been uh, sensational so far I believe he's in a contract year as well so he can keep cashing in uh, those those money signs and uh, he'll be getting it onto a big contract but although this game is in Tampa Bay I'm going for a win here for the Carolina Panthers like the way they've started the season even though they don't have a lot of offensive weapons I think Cam will get enough done again to get them over the line and uh, I'm going for a win here for the Carolina Panthers Philadelphia Eagles traveling to the Washington Redskins this week. The Eagles will be glad to have got off the uh, losing column streak um, last week against the Jets. This week they, they face the Washington Redskins, Kirk Cousins. They've had that extra time, like I mentioned, after Thursday night football. Didn't look good in Thursday night football overall, uh, I think, in my opinion. Run defense uh, has been the strongest key so far for this Washington defense. Defensively, they're a lot better than some people would expect. Alfred Morris has been kind of moved out of the scene and uh, they're going with the young guy at running back. But I think the key, I think to this game, if they want to get a win, I think they have to filter Alfred Morris in a little bit. I think they're phasing him out a little bit too quickly from the running game. But I think it doesn't really matter. I think uh, the Eagles are going to pick up a win in this game. Just offensively, Kirk Cousins, I just don't like him as a quarterback. I uh, don't think he's going to do the job. I think he is going to turn the ball over from time to time. I think he might have two turnovers in this if I'm going for prediction wise and I think that cost them the game they have uh, looks like they're going to have Deshaun Jackson back in this one but I think you know you'll probably try a few deep shots down to Deshaun and although Deshaun will probably outrun any cornerbacks in the NFL I think maybe Kirk Cousins under throws a couple of those and they might get picked off so we'll see how it goes but I'm going for an Eagles win in this one I think Sam Bradford I mentioned there Kirk Cousins taking deep deep shots I think uh, Sam Bradford and Chip Kelly need to call some more deep throws there's been none really this season for the team uh, those explosive plays have all come on the ground or on short screen plays so I think he only had 110 or 120 passing yards last week so they need to get that number up from the quarterback uh, and see how it goes but I'm going for an Eagles win in that as well next game up Chicago Bears are playing the Oakland Raiders this game in Chicago but it's not going to be a nice season for the Bears uh, you know I take great pleasure in the Bears not doing well but it's going to be a tough season Jimmy Clausen back in they punted on every possession they had last week against the, the Seahawks and you know that there's something that's incredibly tough to do and something that you don't want to do ever in the NFL they're playing the Raiders who for the first time in quite some time have a winning record will they extend that winning record in Chicago I believe they will. Uh, the Chicago Bears have had a horrendous home advantage or home disadvantage, maybe we'll call it, over the last couple of seasons playing in Chicago. I think they've lost more than they've won over the last two seasons. They now go and they uh, host the Raiders, who most people at the start of the season were hoping that they would improve a little bit, but not expecting all that much. Derek Carr, uh, before the season, I was saying, you know, I didn't think he was as good as some people thought. And, you know, in the first uh, couple of games of the season, he's had some shaky moments, but he's looked a lot better, and I have to give him credit for that they have a, a very talented wide receiver picked up now in Cooper they also have uh, Crabtree is doing some nice play so 
Latavius Murray in the backfield and uh, the defence is playing quite well and I have to give a shout out to uh, Charles Woodson former Green Bay Packer uh, playing good stuff there at age 142 uh, for the Oakland Raiders but uh, Alshon Jeffrey possibly back this week um, you know we'll see how he goes Jay Cutler's going to be out so it's going to be a tough game for the Bears and uh, they've traded away a couple of defensive pieces like Jared Allen over the last few days and Looks like they might have already packed in the season, so I'm going for an Oakland Raiders win in that one. The Texans travel to the Atlanta Falcons, and you know the Falcons have been impressive so far. The one thing you would have to take into question, I thought their defense looked good against the Eagles week one in the first half. The second half, the Eagles kind of moved the ball at will on them. Then uh, week two was kind of a mishmash of uh, good and bad play. Last week at the start of the game, really give up uh, you know a lot, a lot of points. They give up two touchdowns on rushing touchdowns on their opening two defensive drives, and it did not look good for them. They're now going on to face the Houston Texans. The Texans possibly will foster back if they've foster back it's going to be interesting to see how the falcons hold up against that run game but uh you know the, the texans aren't offering a lot through the air they obviously have deandre hopkins but just the quarterback situation again doesn't fill you with confidence julio jones on the other hand is looking phenomenal matt ryan's looking very calm in the pocket they're running the ball well so i think uh, at home you have to go with the falcons and the falcons possibly going to four and oh in that Chiefs travel to Cincinnati to go on the Bengals. The Chiefs obviously lost to the Packers on Monday Night Football, so they have a game less to recover for this one. Playing back-to-back road games, uh, tough tough loss for them against Green Bay. Now facing off against Andy Dalton, who looks to have uh, had a, a very, very improved start to the season. Not too many turnovers. We'll see how the season finishes up. Will it continue that way? Jamal Charles with a big, big game against the Packers. Uh, you know, the, the running back situation in Cincinnati is a bit muddled at the moment with Giovanni Bernard and Jeremy Hill, Andy Dalton and uh, AJ Green linking up very, very well last week for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think um, just with the injuries to the, the Chiefs secondary and so on in this game, uh, a lot of, lot of players out from that side of the ball. I think I'm going to go for a win here again for the Bengals. Obviously playing at home, had a good start to the season. They need to keep that going and... Uh, as always, it's not in prime time, so Andy Dalton gets the job done again. Cleveland Browns, you know, not looking too good at the moment. Uh, not overly impressive. Last week, lost to the Raiders. They take on the Chargers this week, who also haven't been that impressive. The offensive line is the biggest issue for them. Haven't been able to open holes for the running backs. Haven't been able to give Philip Rivers time. He's getting a lot of hits in these early games in the season. Hopefully, the uh, offensive line can improve for the Chargers this week. I think. Uh, at some stage, it's all going to click into gear, and I think with Keenan Allen, uh, with Stevie Johnson, and then of course, I think with the running backs that they have, I think they're going to start to get things going. Uh, defensively, they haven't been good either for the Chargers. A lot of missed tackles last week, but many of them on Adrian Peterson. I think the Chargers click into gear here. I think they get the win, and I think they win pretty big by uh, probably ten points or more in this one. So, going for a big win for the Chargers to get the season back on track. Up next, we've got the uh, Green Bay Packers heading down to San Francisco to on the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers started the season with that win against the Vikings, but haven't looked all that good since uh, Kaepernick throwing two pick sixes last week against the Cardinals. And while I do believe the Cardinals' defense is uh, at a higher level than the Packers, I think the Packers have been doing enough to uh, keep things ticking over defensively. I think they're improving week by week, and that's what you want to see. We started the season quite slow for the Packers last season on defense. I've started this season better, uh, some nice plays defensively, by a lot of guys on the defence I have to say I think Clay Matthews playing at a very high level at the moment and uh, the rest of the guys there are really just doing a nice job at uh, you know Ben don't break they're giving up yards on certain plays but forced uh, quite a few train outs last week against the Chiefs and uh, 
hopefully we'll see more of that this week from them I think uh, we all know offensively what you're going to get from the Packers now James Jones slotted in there uh, doing a nice job uh, not getting all that many targets but doing a lot with the targets that he's receiving Richard Rogers having a little bit more of a role in there Eddie Lacy had an ankle injury going into Monday Night Football luck to play uh, he played a kind of a limited role didn't have as many snaps as he would normally have but did a nice job with what he had and uh, had some big runs in that James Starks then uh, covering for him in certain spots and uh, Ty Montgomery had a nice job too stepping in for Devontae Adams who looks likely to miss this week as well with that ankle injury that he re-aggravated on Monday Night Football so some nice uh, things going there we all know what Randall Cobb is doing at the minute uh, weekly weekly must start in fantasy football I think he's going to have a good matchup this week again against the 49ers I think the 49ers you know what's going on the road sometimes you'd think uh, possibly uh, a down game probably for the Packers but the, the 49ers and Colin Kaepernick the Packers haven't bet the 49ers since Kaepernick came into that starting lineup so I think uh, Rodgers and you know Mike McCarthy and everyone will have the team really set up well for this and uh, get a win on the road Rodgers uh, grew up a Green, or a San Francisco 49ers fan and the 49ers didn't take him in that draft there was a lot of talk during Monday Night Football about Alex Smith being the number one overall pick in that draft well it was the the 49ers had the number one pick over uh, overtook Rodgers and uh, took Alex Smith in that spot so he'll uh, be out again this week and you know, we know the consistency that he's shown we know how he doesn't like to turn over the ball he has not turned it over in Lambeau Field for so so long on the road the uh, occasional turnover does come into it but we'll see how the boys uh, do on the road this week for the Packers I'm hoping for a win here obviously and I think uh, they win big in this one and uh, the tough start is going to continue for the 49ers go Pack go the 49ers last week they did take a beating on the road and that was at the Arizona Cardinals Another team going to the Arizona Cardinals this week, and it's another in-division rival. It is the St. Louis Rams. The Rams have a, you know, we all know about the ferocious front seven they have. Uh, Donald's playing very well, and a lot, a lot of nice pieces in there. Um, but going in here, Carson Palmer's playing well, but he's taking a lot of hits to the offensive line, you know, from play to play. Sometimes a, a little bit shaky in the protection he's getting. Uh, Chris Johnson had a nice game running the ball last week, but... Andre Ellington looks to be back in the mix this week. Larry Fitzgerald's playing lights out at the minute. Let's see how long that continues for him. And of course, uh, I think one of these games that John Brown uh, isn't going to get a holding call uh, or pass interference. I think he's going to get a catch in one of these long balls and is likely to go for a touchdown. I think this could be the week for that. But the Rams are going to be hard to beat. It's not going to be an easy uh, win here. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. But I do think at home, the, they have been so consistent under Bruce Arians at home. I think the Fal- or the Cardinals, rather, sorry, get the, get the win here. And uh, the, the Rams, after so much promise, winning week one against the Seattle Seahawks. You know, if they're 1-3 after this week, it's going to have been a, a huge come down to earth for them because after week one, a lot of people talking, possibly a team that could compete in this division to, to try and get a division title and make the playoffs. But this is a big, big in-division rivalry matchup here. But the, the home field advantage gives it to the Cardinals. Just a couple more games to run through now. Before we wrap up, we've got the Denver Broncos facing off against Teddy Bridgewater's Minnesota Vikings. Maybe we should call them Adrian Peterson's Minnesota Vikings this game in Mile High Stadium uh, on Sunday. It's going to be a game here, I think, just defensively, that the Broncos might show a little bit too much. We've seen in the, the first week of the season, Teddy Bridgewater was a little bit shooken by the uh, 49ers scheme, how they were showing one thing at the line then. They were kind of showing him an illusion at the line of scrimmage and then it was a completely different coverage once the ball was snapped. And I think with the uh, talent that the Broncos have on defence, I think it's going to be a similar situation here. I think they'll just have too much. They'll try and shut down the run with the uh, Adrian Peterson. And 
it's just a tough, tough matchup uh, all around for the Vikings. You know, we know that Peyton Manning's not doing what he did two or three years ago, but he still has enough. He's still probably the most cerebral quarterback in the NFL when it comes to making changes to the line of scrimmage. And we've seen against the Lions as well that they had kind of made an, an alternation to Gary Kubiak's scheme to try and fit it in with Peyton Manning. I think that's the scheme we'll see going forward on offense for the Broncos worked a little bit better, and I think this week it'll work a little bit more again. The Vikings defense, uh, I do like a lot of pieces in it, but I think that this game just at Mile High Stadium is going to be too much, and uh, I think there could be a high score. I know we talked about the defenses, but I think you know the uh, the Broncos might get a little bit for leading this forcing the Vikings to maybe throw it a little bit more and that could lead to turnovers and interceptions into pick sixes or it could lead to long plays for the Minnesota Vikings uh, and to deep touchdowns so we'll see how it goes I think it could end up being high scoring and I just think the, the Broncos get the win in this one Sunday night football this week the Dallas Cowboys traveling to the New Orleans Saints when you look at the uh, Situation: No Des Bryant, uh, no Tony Romo, and possibly no Drew Brees for the for the Saints. Uh, Brees at this stage seems to be confident that he's going to be able to play. You know, it's still likely to be a game time decision for the Saints. And if Drew Brees plays, I think the Saints get the win here, just with the situation all around uh, the Cowboys. They had a massive game last week from Randall running the ball, but I, I just I'm not sure if that's going to be a week in week out. I still think Darren McFadden's probably the best fit uh, to run in this game. Although the offensive line, we all know the talk of them, and they were opening holes last week in the first half surprisingly then that uh, it didn't really continue in the second half and the Falcons closed them down a little bit in that one we'll see what the Saints do their defense has been shaky for the last couple of seasons and uh, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one but I think what the Saints done last week Mark Ingram had a nice game just at home they have now I think lost is at five straight after having such a strong home field advantage it's just I really don't know which way to call this. The Cowboys really kind of blew it when they got that big lead against the, the Falcons last week and going on the road now but this game's really a toss-up for me and if it was in Dallas I'd go with the Cowboys but it's in uh, New Orleans so I'm going to just uh, edge with the Saints in this but it's uh, not a pick that I'm all that confident on obviously if Drew Brees plays I would give them uh, a significant upgrade there if he misses out I might nearly switch my pick to the Dallas Cowboys so the only other game left then in the week is the Seattle Seahawks against the uh, Detroit Lions, the Seahawks last week had a shutout at home and I don't think they'll get a shutout this week but the Lions offense has been kind of stagnant at the minute, uh, not really getting things moving and uh, Calvin Johnson just not having quite the effect that you would like him to have. Um, I have to say Stafford's getting a lot of hits, he looks like he's in a little bit of pain during games from those hits and it's, it's been tough for the Detroit Lions from that perspective. I think a lot of the play this season we're seeing with offensive line, you know, it takes a special player, a special quarterback running back to be able to work with a bad offensive line. The Cowboys are having a little bit of an issue there. The Seahawks are having their own issues there. Will Marshawn Lynch play this week? I think probably for the Seahawks it's better to have him sit out, try and get him 100% healthy and have him going forward for the rest of the season. We'll see there. Will it be Thomas Rawls in the backfield? Will it be a bit of Fred Jackson? Jimmy Graham had a little bit of a, you know, welcome to Seattle game game last week with uh, that touchdown so I think overall even without Marshall Lynch they're going to have enough and I think the Seahawks get the win here I think Stafford again I've talked about him him and Jay Cutler 1A and 1B there's always going to be the turnovers there and I think up in Seattle with that noise with that atmosphere I think we're going to see those turnovers again so that's Monday Night Football going for a big win for the Seattle Seahawks in that one Got a couple of questions in on Twitter, and the first one from Stevie MacChrystal, and his Twitter handle is at Big, big Country Legs. Uh, not quite sure what that means, Stevie. Three weeks done. Who do you think is a serious contender for Super Bowl Fifty, and who are the pretenders? Well, after three weeks, uh, you know, last year we were writing off the Patriots. They come back and won it. So I guess we'll look at the uh, teams that are really struggling and pick one of them. But so far, uh, so good for the Green Bay Packers. I think you know 
uh, contenders you're going to have to throw the Seahawks in there because although they lost two games already the, the rest of the season there's a long way to go I think they will do a nice job as well and eventually make the playoffs Atlanta Falcons looking good offensively defensively a little bit questionable but as the season again goes on might uh, improve there a little bit under new head coach Dan Quinn I think really when you're looking at the the NFC they're probably the three teams that I would be picking out to, to potentially win it obviously the Eagles there was a lot of hope for them going into the season maybe things pick up there maybe they go on a nice little run and uh, we'll see how things go I'd say that's the uh, AFC serious uh, contender teams then the Cardinals you know it's I'm always afraid of Carson Palmer getting injured maybe uh, Cardinals fans won't be too happy with this maybe put them into that uh, pretenders pile I suppose I have to pick one sorry to Cardinals fans listening out there on the AFC side of things I guess you have to say the New England Patriots they looked absolutely explosive over the first couple of weeks and uh, very interesting to see how they go the rest of the way. Denver Broncos have really been struggling on offense and uh, you know that that's something that you can work on throughout the year but I've been saying on Twitter and anyone that has any suggestions send them our way at Overtime Ireland. I've been looking for a, a nickname for that Denver Broncos defense. They have been absolutely phenomenal so far. They've been pretty much shut down on all areas off the ball and I uh, have to say I think they are another one that is going to be contending late in the year. I suppose I'm just going with teams with unbeaten records but you know the Cincinnati Bengals last week was a spot where you thought Andy Dalton mightn't have succeeded um, against the Ravens when he threw that long pass he had a fumble it was returned for a touchdown then the next play he throws an 80 yard pass to AJ Green although AJ Green did a lot on the play and you know it was a lot of yards after the catch it was a big time throw big time catch and I think they're another team nice balance offense and defense and I think they're going to have a chance going forward it's a big weekend here for the another team that I thought would have a chance at running uh, with the Patriots in their division and it's the uh, Miami Dolphins and you know if they lose this week I think we need to be counting them out but if they win and win impressively I think we could be saying look at the Miami Dolphins they're another uh, chance to run for the rest of the season I've limited it down there to you know really if I'm looking there I don't think the Miami Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl and I do think it's likely to be one of those other teams that I did mention that you know are back in the Super Bowl again next season but week three a long long way to go I think after week four we'll have a very different picture again but I think even after week four those could be kind of the jumbled up teams I think most people would agree in that situation and uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting I'll probably have another person looking for an update next week I'll answer one more question to finish off and uh, I think I'm going to go with Alan Riley. It's at Alan Riley IRL. He's wondering, uh, early pick for the worst team of the season or the uh, first overall overall draft pick holder, in other words. And, uh, you know, I've mentioned the uh, the Bears. They've traded away a couple of players. Uh, Jared Allen, you know, there's word of possibly the likes of Martellus Bennett and Matt Forte possibly been traded as well. So if those two go, I can see them selling that, sailing that uh, ship down the, the rest of the way for the season and not really having too much effort in trying to get a quarterback in next year's draft. They would be a, a kind of favourite for it. You know, usually you would say the Raiders are in there, but at the minute they look quite safe. And there's, you know, there's a lot of teams that could fall into that little. Uh, area of it you know the Rams won the first game you know things mightn't go too well for them in the coming weeks would win this week and then that's all changed back around when you look then I think uh, I think you're looking at kind of the Bears I think the Redskins could possibly go into that there kind of category again I would still have significant worries about the the Houston Texans uh you know they've JJ Watt obviously but the the quarterback situation still does not fill me with any confidence 49ers might fall into that uh, category as well. There's not a lot of teams at this stage. You'd, you'd usually have the likes of the you know the Browns, Jaguars, Raiders. I think the Browns could fall in again, but I think the Jaguars and the Raiders will do enough, and I think the Raiders will be significantly better by the way things are looking so far. So early call, uh, I know 
I kind of I love to to crush the Bears, and you know I almost don't get any pleasure in saying it, but I think they're going to have the first overall pick next year. Maybe they get a, a quarterback upgrade over what Cutler has done in the last few years, and unfortunately, maybe in next year, the year after the challenge in the Packers for that division. But uh, I think I'm going to go with the early call of the Chicago Bears. The AFL Grand Final, that is the Australian Rules Grand Final on this weekend. Kind of like the, the Super Bowl of the Australian Rules uh, football season. So that's on in Melbourne this weekend. Uh, heading down now to watch some of the parade that was on the day before, then the game on tomorrow. So looking forward to seeing that. The weather, a bit of a heat wave coming in here for the next few days. So uh, let's get the sun cream out. Let's try not to get too badly sunburnt and have a good time. But looking forward to the weekend's action. And uh, of course, stay tuned to the At Overtime Ireland Twitter feed. Uh, as always, give us a rate and comment, uh, whatever you want to do on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, whatever you uh, listen to the show on. Keep uh, spreading the word via Twitter. There's been a lot of shout outs over the last few weeks. Keep keep plugging away social media, getting us more and more listeners, more and more followers. And we do appreciate that greatly. As always, uh, finishing up the show, it's myself, Colm Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter if you want. It's at the Colm Kelly, but it's generally me that is uh, running the Ad Overtime Ireland Twitter feed as well. I put more information up there than I would on my own personal account. But until the next time when I'm back recapping this week's show, uh, of course, have a good one and go Pack Go. Thank you for listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Check out OvertimeIreland.com and continue to spread the word. This has been an Overtime Ireland production.